0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another week, another week here of 808 Sonoria. I am your host, Berto, and I'm here with my guy, my co-host. Speak your name one time, sir. Hey,
1: what's up, man? It's your boy, man, Mark G. What it do?
0: How I do apologize ahead of time if I sound a little iffy or whatever. Voice <laughs> a little deep. <laughs> Woke up a little bit later than expected. Um, also, fighting off a cold, getting through it or whatever, you
1: know. Yeah, be like that, man.
0: Yeah. Usually <laughs> when it happened like that and going like that, and I'm trying to knock it out quick, I don't be can. I be going to the doctor for steroid shot.
1: You don't? No, I do. <laughs> oh, you do? Oh. <laughs> about like you hey, shoot
0: me up, man, right here. Come on, man, shoot me up in the hip, on whatever a... you got it, man. Shoot me up.
1: Yeah, that's a horrible feeling, man. I hate being sick. Yeah. It Give me one like... of them needles, man. I know dude. that's why I'm happy.
0: I ain't no heroin addict or nothing like that. It'd be bad Come on, for man. me. Oh, I just got through watching God. The Wire too. Oh,
1: oh really? Yeah. I watched that. Man, that sucks, man. Especially like, it seem like when you have kids, man, it just.
0: Yeah. And the thing man. is, is... I don't know. It's, it's like you, you know, you have more than me. I have two. You mm-hmm. have four, nine, five.
1: I got five.
0: Yeah, because the, yeah, the adopted one. Yep. So yeah. five. So. It's like the crazy thing is is no matter how good you think your immune system is, when they get <laughs> sick, somehow you pick up something.
1: Because always. their immune system is so weak. So yeah, you pick man. up something. Them kids always foot. picking up something, man. Like, they pick up something, like but you pick sick, it up from them, man. whether it's
0: for a day, mm-hmm. two days, or I remember one time my little girl had a virus. Um, this was right after we just moved into this house. Oh, come like on. Like a few weeks after we moved to this house. Oh, wow. She had got a virus. And pass it to my wife for a day. Then My wife was sick for a day, throwing up stuff like
1: that. Oh, my gosh,
0: man. Then she passed it to me. And before then, dog, I hadn't threw up in probably 15
1: years. (laughs) That's horrible, dude. And I woke up.
0: I'm cooking. The day she was sick, I'm barbecuing and stuff like that, thinking everything. It is what it is. Then that next day, woke up, and I was like, oh, I forgot to put the trash by the road. So I'm bringing the trash. I'm hurrying up, trying to bring the trash by the road. Boom, they put the dumpster in there or whatever. They pass it to me. And I'm trying to walk back. Mm-hmm. The smell from their dumpster is mm-hmm. getting to me. I'm trying to walk it back to, you yeah. know, the back, yeah. um, back of my house or whatever so right. we keep trash in that backyard. As I'm walking there or whatever, you know, I'm like, something don't feel right or whatever, man. I'm trying to <laughs> hurry up and make it there. And I couldn't even make it to the side before no, I'm, huh? I'm folded over. No. Yeah. Throwing up, oh, Fo- folded over out outside. Granted, it's early in the morning. People probably can saw me. I'm yeah, folded over. <laughs> I made made the made my way back there to put the trash up. That's horrible, man. You no, know? but God. yeah, folded over. Tried walking a little bit more, or whatever, to make it back there. Still folded over again. Mm. I said, "Oh, this is
1: this is." You was hit.
0: This is this is what it is
1: today. That's horrible, man. And
0: yeah. I had to go to work that night actually, so I had to end up taking off. Oh wow! thankfully I had vacation Saved up
1: yeah bro that, I
0: had to take off through. and it was terrible too yeah.
1: it's just like man mines dude because we got two um little babies running around man and it's to me it seems like almost impossible to avoid anything they catch you, because they got I mean you got snot and boogers yeah. is everywhere bro Anything they touching everything they getting their hands on it man just like that's the thing they don't they're not thinking man. They not thinking
0: nothing whenever they at daycare and school and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. just,
1: yeah, and just picking it up, man.
0: But yeah, that's how it is, man. The virus is running around and stuff. So, yeah, if you hear that, if I hear a little congested, or I sound a little congested, I should say, hey, man, it's just what it is this week. You know, I'm getting over <laughs> it. So, yes, yeah. Sir. So, uh, you how your week went, man? Man.
1: It's all right, man. Uh, it's been going good. Got some, uh, got some car trouble, but uh, your
0: truck or at, huh? the, uh, nah, the, the, the the big body, the,
1: the bus, man. Hmm, okay. Well, y'all don't know. I drive a fifteen passenger Ford Transit, bro. Yeah. And it's uh, it's giving us hell right now. It's
0: the tour mobile.
1: It's the tour mobile, but we ain't touring yeah. right now, man. Mm-hmm. It's in the shop, bro. But I think the mechanic, man, they they figured out the the issue, man. So okay. Hopefully, we will get that back soon, man. And um. My wife can get on the road again instead of, you know, it's for her, man. It gets bad. Like she gets a little bit cabin fever stuck in the house with like, you know, five yeah. kids all day, bruh She can't get out, man. It gets. Yeah. Yeah. That gets old, man. I Hey, uh-huh. I feel sorry if I don't know how she does it, man. Yeah. How she does it. But uh, yeah, man. It's so hopefully we're getting that out. I'm hoping today.
0: Okay. Yeah, so, okay. You know, um, how many miles ahead on it?
1: <clears throat> uh, I think I got 43.
0: Okay. So it still should have some. What year? Model?
1: It's a
0: 19. Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely should have some warranty on it. For sure. Yeah. It left. Just factory warranty. <clears throat> huh. Like, dang. No, nah, it's not factory. The three years, 36 for factory. Which, factors fact is, y'all need to work on that three-year, 36,000, everything, <laughs> cover warranty, man. Y'all need to hook people up with the extra one or something like that, man. Stop <laughs> all real, that. Though. Stop all that. Yeah, man.
1: It's, you know it's dealing with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Where? So yeah. How about you, man? That. How's your week? Man, I've been off. Um I've been off all week. I took vacation this week and next week. So man, it's just trying to get everything settled. Man, that's what's up. Getting my room down there straightened or whatever. Getting that shoe stuff, all of that straightened for me. Mm. You know, the shoes and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm finally about to come to a close or whatever. Come so on, man. I'm finally finding eyes and everything. I'm just like, man, I need to take a break for a while. Yeah. that's yeah. the only reason I need to take a break for a while it's, you know, just I, I feel my, I'm not going to say my addictive nature, mm-hmm. but in a sense, kind of my collective nature.
1: Collective nature.
0: I feel like it's shifting now. Just Let's be real honest real. with you, I feel like it's shifting the guns.
1: And shooting the guns Yeah, of i I went to the okay. I went to
0: the range. yesterday. said, uh-huh. me and my homie finally went to the range yesterday. <laughs> we went with his dad and his brother in Beaumont or whatever. And the stuff they had there, I'm just sitting there looking at that. And the stuff, um, shooting with his pops, stuff like that. And his pops, I didn't even know until he told me. He was like, yeah, I was a police officer for 20 years. And I was like, oh, I can tell.
1: Oh, come on.
0: <laughs> Watching the way like he hold his gun, his stance, and stuff like that, his really? grouping, stuff like that. Yeah. And they grew up in New Orleans. Oh, wow. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, <laughs> I looked at his pop and I said, "Okay, wow. something. You experienced something? Mm. I know you're not gonna tell me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna <laughs> tell <laughs> me. You experienced something just by the way you shoot, but
1: just the way you shoot, man. It's like, yeah, he
0: was yeah, like showing man. me just you know ways he go about cleaning his gun and stuff like that, taking it apart oh, wow. and stuff like that, just showing me that kind of thing, man, and uh, just everything. You know, he uh, oh man, he." He brought a, because, uh, you know, I like the rifles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He brought a three O eight. Oh, come on. And I've never heard, I always heard about that over there, but I never heard the sound of it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Him and his older brother, uh, talking about my homie's uh, dad, the dad and his older brother uh, build guns. Okay. You know, they had been building guns for a while, you know, putting them together, doing all the parts, stuff like that. Yeah. And it was a three O eight rifle that he built with Scope. And the first time he shot that rifle at the range, the scope fell off. Ooh. that's how powerful that three hundred eight was. That thing was loud too. And what was, cause he was like, all right, I'm about to fire. Cause mm-hmm. he was in one lane, my homie was in the other lane with his uh five five six, mm-hmm. uh, AR. So he was like, all right, I'm about to fire. And then I'm just sitting there, I'm trying to put ammo in the um the mags or whatever mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just sitting on the stool, just chilling or whatever. When I heard that 308 go off, the floor shook. That's how <laughs> powerful that 308
1: was. That's <sighs> crazy, man. Come on.
0: just a lot. I said, oh,
1: shoot. Come on, man.
0: That's the first thing I said. I'm like, oh, shoot. And I'm like, yo, I wasn't ready for that. And I, I got the earmuffs on that my homie gave me yeah. or whatever. But I was like, yo, this earmuffs ain't helping much.
1: What you, that thing, oh, loud. You didn't let that thing pop, man?
0: That thing, loud.
1: He let you shoot it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dope.
0: And it's got some kick to it.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: because AR or whatever. Once you get used to an AR five five six, it's not that, like yeah. not at all, not much kick because you get used to it, you know. But that 308, that first one, it's twelve gauge. Like wow, you know how twelve gauge got kicked? Yeah, yeah, it's twelve gauge. Like.
1: Man, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, Could I just um. Cause I ain't really, I I guess throughout my life I ain't really been that big in the guns, whatever. Per se. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm just like recently, man. I got, you know, I got a shotgun and I got um, my wife got me a, a little nine millimeter for um, uh, my, my birthday, uh Smith and Wesson Shield, whatever. And um mm-hmm. I shot that for the first time like uh, a couple weeks ago, man. Mm-hmm. First time um, shooting. Yeah, you going to put some
0: know. rounds to it, of course, to get used to it. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. But um. And that's just me just trying to learn about different calculators and just getting used to getting used to the feel and man. stuff
1: like that. I was just my biggest struggle with loading the clip, man. It's like, you know, what which I'm you
0: one? Like, oh, oh, yeah. the nine? Yeah, yeah, just to put. <laughs> I, was like, I, I have like, the uh, um, this is
1: tough, man. Like,
0: I have that mag mag Lula or something like that, mm-hmm. kind of the brand or whatever. And it's the kind where you just put the clip in there, push it down, put the round in there, let it go, push it down. Let okay, it go. so it helps. So that's a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit easier. For certain ones or whatever, certain mags are kind of difficult because mm-hmm. my nine is an IWI Masada. Okay, that's a Israeli. It re, oh,
1: so, sweet. Yeah, and that a lot I, of people, I check that thing out, bro. Yeah,
0: a lot of people Dude. like uh, the way the Israelis build. Really, you know, their weapons and stuff like that because it's usually wow. uh, great materials and stuff like that, great craftsmanship. So, wow. but yeah, just at first it was hard for me to. Oh, well, that one over there. was how I would use that. Hmm. Back movement speed loader, but uh, my homies they got a... Uh, all of them they had canics. I don't know if you C A N I K No, know. No, no. Okay, if you ever been to Academy, it's there. Okay, but yeah, their clips wasn't hard to load in the canics. Yeah. yeah, it was it was weird. You know, yeah. it's just finding the technique of pushing down with one thumb, loading in with the other thumb, pushing down with one thumb, loading in with the yeah, other thumb. That makes sense. So yeah, yeah, huh. so. But yeah, just experiencing that you'll say, man, like that was fun. I told my homie or whatever when we had came back, I was like, dog, we gotta figure out either the range here, if Action Arms is still doing their thing. I'm not sure.
1: I don't know, man. Because <clears> every not... time I've tried to call,
0: like it's just always busy. So I don't know if
1: they, they don't even look like open. they uh, open, man. How yeah. many there's like two out here or just that
0: one? Just that one, but it's not on the main drag anymore. It's like on Chester Street or some kind of street like that, kind of uh, uh, what a snuck on spiders at Fox's mm-hmm. Pizza off of Maplewood, yeah, around the uh, there, okay, Ducked off around the yeah, there. What you talking about? So, yeah, Fox's Pizza. I'm pretty sure none of y'all know what I'm talking about. Winch I <laughs> might as well just tell y'all right now. Fox's Pizza, in my opinion, in this area, <laughs> to me, has the best tasting pieces. The best tasting piece I've ever had. I like homemade spots, man. If you got yeah. them, you know. Don't get me wrong. I like Domino's. I don't care what people say. I ain't like Domino's. I grew up on Domino's. You know, Papa John's, You know, Texas? No. Really? I will eat it. Man. Papa John's, I'll say this. Papa John's grew on me. I remember the yeah. first time they gave us that when I was in seventh grade, man. Get this junk Fresh. out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And it took me a while for I, for me to be okay with it, man. I remember when I was working at Best Buy and stuff, how they would have Papa John's definitely, like, you know, different events or whether it's Black Friday and, like I like, yeah I guess I gotta get used to it it's like, like
1: um uh, when me and my wife we were um working overseas we was in uh Ecuador or whatever and the yeah. little ministry we worked for like the guy that was where they had Papa John's in Ecuador yeah in Quito Ecuador there's a Papa John there's a Papa John's and there was a Domino's out there really they were, yeah they were pretty close to where we were um serving at but um anytime we had some kind of special event whatever like, the, the guy, he would always order Papa John's pizza. Like, it it didn't matter. Like, man, he never, you know, substituted or switched it out with, with Domino's. He was consistent Papa I John's. Bet. He could have sworn Papa John's was the best pizza in the world to him. But I'm like, man, that's all you know, bro. Yeah. But, like, so we, I got burned out of Papa John's, dude, just living overseas. When yeah. I came back, I didn't want to have nothing to do with it. I'm like, I don't want to I bet Papa John's, man. I hate it. We had that I thing bet. all the time, dude. Like, man, there ain't any other brand or nothing. Like, man, come on, bro. But um, uh, yeah, but that was uh,
0: growing up in Orange, Papa John's was the last resort for me. I I would hit up a CC's buffet before uh, <laughs> I CC. a Papa John. What about CC? Hey, what about
1: look now, man? CC's pizza. But uh what about um, what's that? Little Caesars, man. If I, I would a eat a hot and
0: ready before I was if eating. I had five dollars, like,
1: yeah. man. I don't feel like spinning that yeah. shit. we right there. Let me serious. tell
0: you, man. I'm Hiding and ready. This man got you through Magnese. They, <laughs> they
1: did. If you
0: missed that, if you missed that uh, yeah. lunch part, uh uh-huh. you needed something real quick. Oh, that hot uh-huh. ready get you through a five dollar yeah, large pizza. Five
1: dollars, bro.
0: That hot and ready it get was, you through, man. It did,
1: bro. It was like, yeah. To me, it's like it was like a hit or miss, though, man. Sometimes that's you get the, thing. That, the pizza
0: just been sitting there. And that's the thing, the seasons had to grow on me. Mm-hmm. Growing up in orange, we had two at one point, but then we had one, but it was on the north side of orange. So okay. we didn't even worry about ring it going anymore. It was on the north side of orange.
1: Mm.
0: It was something about the sauce and stuff, cause sometimes we felt like they would put too much sauce. And that was my <laughs> issue with Papa John sometimes, saying I right, put too much sauce salsa, and the sauce just had like this like different flavor or something like that. And it just took me a while to be okay with it or whatever. So Man you yeah. go
1: to Joe's pizza out here?
0: You never been to Joe's? I've been to Joe's. I hadn't. I, I can't say I've tried that piece in a while. Try are are they back so. open, though? Yeah, they
1: back open. Okay. Only uh, It's not down in, though. Um, Just yeah. uh, pick up? Pick up, yeah. Okay. Man, yeah, I heard that pizza piece is kind of nice. You had to tell me what you think about that. Nah,
0: they pasta dope.
1: Yeah, they
0: pasta? Oh, I forgot what kind I had, man. Uh, I think it had the red and white sauce to it. Oh. Okay. They pasta? Yeah. Pasta hit.
1: I would say they have some of the best. I would probably put them up there with Foxes.
0: You know. Yeah, but another spot um, it's kind of well, it's kind of a local spot in the sense, But man, I think they might have closed down period because I want to say Orange was the last one they had open, but it's not open anymore. It was Mazio's, and people don't know what I'm talking about when I say Mazio's pieces. Know what you're talking about. Yeah, Mazio's. I used to work there in high school too. Mazio's was the spot.
1: My For wife me. has. See, i never heard of that.
0: But she grew up home. in Chicago, right?
1: Yeah, so they have a so, whole different idea of what
0: of pizza is Yeah, all of stuff we out here, she's like, it don't even
1: touch like a Chicago deep dish. Or,
0: and that's the thing, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to <laughs> ask her, like, because I'm sick of this deep dish talk, especially with <laughs> Chicago in, pizza, man. When deep dish, man. When it's, man. When, it's, when, it's, when it's Chicago and they go with their deep dish and they got the best pizza. Then Detroit, they got their different style of deep dish over there, yeah. They try to say theirs is the best. And then New York over there. I just feel like I need to visit these three places and just bring and see what this you is about. It, yeah,
1: it, it's different. I'll tell you that, man. <laughs>
0: and then I need to somehow uh, save up that bread and visit Italy and really see what the piece is about.
1: Hey. So. Yeah, for sure, bro.
0: But yeah. Yeah. Sorry be cool. to bring y'all on a tangent, you know, but that's just how we're gonna do sometimes. So. Before we dive into the topic that we're gonna dive into, I need to ask your opinion then, because. NBA playoffs is here. Oh, Finals man. is here. Oh man. Uh, it wasn't what we were expecting. No. It's uh Bucks versus the Suns. And as we're speaking, uh, today is uh Friday the 9th, July mm-hmm. the 9th. Um Suns went up 2 0 last night. Mm-hmm. So give me your impressions on everything.
1: Um I'm just I gonna tell you what I I think I give the Suns in six.
0: Suns in six.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. I can see that.
1: I'm gonna call it Suns and Six.
0: Do you think Milwaukee pulls out this next one and then the Suns?
1: I do. I see I see Milwaukee pulling but out I the next
0: one it. or next two. Because <laughs> what, <laughs> <see>, what some <laughs> people are thinking, see what some people are thinking, they're gonna pull out the next one. Then Phoenix gonna go up three one. And then Milwaukee gonna play a crazy desperation game in Game Six. I mean, in Game Five and make it three two, and then Phoenix gonna go ahead and knock them out in that Game Six.
1: Man, I I see them winning the next one in Milwaukee, at least the next one. But after
0: after that, it could be a toss up. That's gonna be
1: tough because I see okay, Milwaukee win the next one, and Phoenix win after that. Then they go back to Phoenix, right? For Game.
0: Go back to Phoenix. Be, and we had five. That'd be five, right? Yeah. So it's two. It, it was just two mm-hmm. in Phoenix, two in Milwaukee. Then Phoenix, Milwaukee, Phoenix. If it's go through five, six, seven.
1: Man, that's tough, but I, I, I see Milwaukee winning the next one for sure. I could see that. After that, it's like I gotta wait till this. I gotta see this next game and see um, to make. All it I'm saying is this
0: is. <laughs> If Phoenix come out game three and win, hey, Milwaukee, might as well hey, man. That's a
1: wrap. If Phoenix win, then I'll... Start scheduling the vacation, man. Yeah. One, two, three, Cancun, man. You might as well throw in the towel, man, because yeah. I don't know if they built for that, man, built for that being down 0-3. I mean, who was down 0-3 in the champ? Was it uh, was LeBron?
0: Down 3-1. No one has ever been down 0-3 to come back and win.
1: Nobody? Never? No. You mean like, in, the, in the finals? History, no one. Or just...
0: I don't know if anyone has ever came back, o three in any series,
1: mm.
0: because remember then, um, in some of those series back then, like seventies, uh, eighties, even nineties, yeah. uh, the first round used to be five it was games. Five games. So you had to win three. I don't think That's anybody cool. has ever came down from down o three to win. Now I've seen you. We we've seen a few mm. three ones. Of course, right, we see right. three twos all the time, you know. But, yeah, that one.
1: That's mm, tough.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I could see Phoenix yeah. in six. Um, I could see Phoenix in five. I wasn't expecting Phoenix in four, though. You that was, would be crazy the if they pull out a sweep or whatever. But, yeah. I mean, granted, people might be like, "Man, me, I really don't care who wins. I'm okay with both teams winning. I'm okay with either team yeah, winning. It's like I don't. My thing was it. I didn't want Brooklyn to win it, and I definitely didn't want the Clippers to win it. You know, my Lakers got knocked out by the Suns, and people probably like, "Well, man, you can't root for a team." I, yes, I can. Yeah, for sure. I don't mind them winning. It's not that I'm rooting for them. I don't mind them winning. It's just like I didn't mind when 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 Dallas knocked you know Kobe and Powell and out. J.J. Burrell went wild on this, and Andrew Bynum gave him that forearm shiver in the yeah, lane. That was a wrap, man. Yeah, I didn't mind Dallas winning, especially that was the first year with the Heat and all that stuff. I was yeah. like, get him out of here. Yeah, like, <laughs> get him out of <laughs> here. So kind of like way
1: when, when Detroit beat him, though, man. Oh, with that, yeah. yeah, when Detroit. The Detroit swept him. They, when Detroit. That, didn't they sweep uh, L.A.? 4-1. Nice we got one game off them. And Lakers had a dream team that year, dude. Yeah, Karl Malone. Everybody's yeah, like Karl, yeah. man. He's like, I I just need a ring yeah. before I but Gary Payton to like. Carl
0: Malone got hurt that playoff, too, though. He, he did? didn't play. In, yeah, he didn't play in the Detroit series. Man, oh, man. they exposed us.
1: Oh my god. The that stuff
0: they big. did on Shaq, the way, way they crowd Shaq and stuff. Big beat down. Man, they beat the brakes off us. And then big. they were just they were tough. They were scrappy, and every time they needed the guy, they were a guy, dog on big shot. That's so what Bingham's got the Johnson name from. Lewis. God, he came through.
1: Johnson, I mean,
0: he made Derrick Fisher look old.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> and <laughs> GP. He made
0: Fisher and GP look old.
1: Man.
0: i never forget that joke at the ESPYs, uh when Jamie Foxx had hosted it or whatever. And that was right after, you know, the ESPYs is right after the mm-hmm. basketball season or whatever. And Jamie Foxx did a skit of uh, Coach Do-Dirty, and he had uh, Gary Payton and... Uh, T.O., they were presenting the award mm-hmm. or whatever. He crashed the stage or whatever, you know, doing this gonna skit or whatever. And uh he was talking to uh Gary Payton or whatever, man. He said something to him or whatever. And Gary Payton was acting like they was both acting like they was gonna do something to him or whatever. He was, you know, fake falling uh, all of that. And uh he say, uh, said Gov. Yeah, they call you Gov. See, that thing had a hole in it this year. When he said that, I was like, hey. the crowd went crazy, man. GP can look back at me. It must have
1: like, yeah. had a hole in that glove. man. Say it must have oh, had a hole in it this year. that's hilarious, dude. So, wow. That's, that's, a, that's funny. Yeah. That's hilarious, dude. So,
0: Yeah. Probably next time we talk, might end up being an, a new champ or whatever. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we're just going to dive right into the topic next. So we kind of want to. Um, I would say extend the talks kind of bit last week we talked about we had our segment mm-hmm. that I like to call Mark G on CRT yeah so in that same vein we kind of want to discuss something uh, we saw a tweet that came out Um, I'll read the tweet I'll describe it then I'm just going to let Mr. Mark G himself go in and it says people are so worried about non-existent K through 12 CRT curricula meanwhile textbooks actually look like this and it's a picture of um, southern and eastern states, uh, we got Florida, Georgia, you know, South Carolina North Carolina, you know the Virginias and stuff and It's a color code of having different colors, different nationalities and stuff. And the note in it says, the Atlantic slave trade between the 1500s and 1800s brought millions of workers from Africa to the southern United States to work on agricultural plantations. I will read that again. Mm -hmm. The Atlantic slave trade between the 1500s and 1800s brought millions of workers Mm. from Africa to the southern United States to work on agricultural plantations. Mm. So I sent that to Mark, and it kind of just had him kind of, you know, the hamster wheel started running in his head, you know, as far as what what could that be? How could that be, you know? Yeah. Because there is uh, some things that we did not learn about in our textbooks. There are some things that we didn't learn about in history class. There are some mm-hmm. things that we didn't learn about in school. But um, the... What word am I looking for? The... uh. It's kind of like the massaging of what actually went on. Um
1: Okay, uh, yeah. I feel that's what I'm going to put it.
0: Massaging, maybe babying.
1: Yeah. Um What, what was your first, I guess, uh, initial thought when you...
0: So I'm still trying to learn a little bit
1: more about the CRT thing, right? I'm in the same boat, yeah, for sure. I do think it's a boogeyman, <laughs>
0: especially within the church. Mm-hmm. My thing was is... I understand why some people would be worried about that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as big of a deal, but mm-hmm. I think it's a big deal. You know, I I well, I just I don't think it's as big of a deal, but I'm just saying like we have a deal as far as there were some things that we did not learn in school that we should have. There were some things that were taught to us in school that was like, yo, this, we should not have been okay with this. So like, where was the fuss about this? You know, mm-hmm. so just kind of looking at that and saying, like, because that statement from the textbook is problematic. hmm. Millions it was a gang of people of workers. Whoa, yeah. workers.
1: Workers. You're implying that they (laughs) were compensated. Minimum minimum wage. (laughs) Yeah, you're
0: implying that they were compensated. Sir, even minimum wage at that time (laughs) would have been beneficial for them. Right. right. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. So when I see Uh, that, um, that is problematic. And I can't remember of any images and stuff like that saying that in the textbooks when we were young. And granted, it could have been there, but. I wish I would have, if I would have saw that read it and analyzed it a bit more and just been like, well, wait, but hold on, you know, and just discussed yeah. it a bit more.
1: And I wonder if America has the wrong idea, because um, America is, is, in my opinion, like the only nation, maybe there's another one, but um, who, it's a self-proclaimed, you know, Christian Christian nation.
0: Self-proclaimed, yep. Yeah, yep,
1: self-proclaimed yep. Christian nation. I mean, we could talk about that too, but... Um,
0: oh, because people being like, they, they be... They be riding for the Founder Fathers and stuff, man. So They be riding for them and saying man. this about them and saying that about them. But the thing is, is I remember years ago when I was talking about that, and a documentary that came out talking about this is like called The Secrets of Our Founder Fathers or something like that. It's something yeah, that's on YouTube. That. I never uh, watched and it. And it's made by a Christian man.
1: Really? I'm going to check
0: it out. And he dug into the history of Out of the Founder Fathers and, whew, like the Ben Franklin's just, ooh stuff that they was into overseas well and yeah, I, I get into you into some uh occultic and satanic practices uh, the stuff they were into yeah sir
1: come on man cuz like right now i'm a, i i have not finished and i haven't uh, i guess formed some my uh, my thoughts on it but i'm reading um the it's a book it's called what's this called is america a christian nation Hmm. Okay. Um, let me see. The author is John. Yeah. Was was America founded as a Christian nation by, um, John Faye. Oh, Faye okay. I um, I know like in the beginning, one of the things he mentions is, um, a lot of times we try. The, I like the word massage, like, you know, mm-hmm. when it came to Josh, um, even George Washington, you know, these, um, America had to paint, um, these presidents in a yeah. in a good light to sort yeah. of, uh, you know, kind of... Because even, they weren't labeled a Christian nation. So even though, gotta,
0: honest Abe, when you get up and you kind of get old and kind of find out about Abe, and like, like you, you know, we yeah. rocking with Abe because the first thing we thought was, man, he freed the slaves. But...
1: No, nah, see, they didn't teach us. Know. That's another thing. like Yeah, you know, the, the, the pushback behind it motives. and kind of like, oh, okay. it, it, I mean, if we were free... Like, yeah, we know Abraham, I mean, Lincoln didn't really, he didn't care for the slaves. You know, he, I think, I think he mentioned, like, if there was a way he could have freed the slave, I mean, I guess fulfilled his purpose without, um, freeing slaves, then he would have definitely obliged and, uh, yeah. you know, and did it. Um, yeah. but that just one of the things and, you know, uh, how we like to do that with history, um, and paint these men like in just. Uh, this, this this pristine or, or perfection whatever just because we're labeled a Christian nation so we in order to keep that ground, uh-huh. we have to sort of you know um I guess fool with the, the history and and try to paint it in in, in a good light you know what uh-huh. I'm saying so um uh-huh. you know but that's what I was um I was thinking um but then I look at um let's look at Israel, I guess. Okay. Israel was was God's chosen people. You know they were God's people from the beginning. You know. Um, ooh, okay, thing, okay. 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 Um,
0: yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Um, I'm, I know. I, I know where you're going. I just, just. I know where you're going. I'm just. I'm trying to think because. I know what you mean when you say God chosen people. something like that. It's just. Ooh, that Israel for some people can be. Just yeah, keep going because that's a tricky one.
1: Yeah. For cause, some
0: people, because yeah.
1: I guess what I'm. What I'm trying to say, when I read the Bible, I know God, you know, Israel was his, it's his people in the Old Testament, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one thing the Bible does not do is this, it does not sugarcoat sugar or paint Israel in a light of perfection. And so, Israel, mm-hmm. they say that's the point I'm getting at. Um, Even though they were God's people, but man, dude, the Bible all records them. Um, you know, worshiping the uh, you know idols and golden mm-hmm. calves and murmuring in the in the, in the wilderness and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know, so their history is laced all the good and all the very bad, horrible stuff. Even with their their, their kings, mm-hmm. you know, it's not left out. And God also commands Israel I mean, to remember these things. You know, there's a so that there was some um things that the Israel could learn from their history or the, their their mistakes they made in the history so you know they won't repeat it you know we know how our people our forefathers did in the past and all the the heinous things they did you know and how God came down and, I mean how they were disciplined and they were punished by God you know as a way now you know when we teach our children like this is what happened to us in the past like all the the, the greedy all the the crazy things the evilness that our people done you know they didn't like throw that sweep that under the rug but that was God club command them to man to t- to talk about that so you won't you know what's that phrase about if you don't know history you you soon uh repeat it repeat it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um but i think and i think about that i'm like man we, we, we're human man and, and nations we, we've done wicked things but does that mean that we should just um not talk about those things or trying to paint them in a the light that's and we could still be, I guess, considered a, a whatever you want to call it, a Christian nation, but that doesn't mean that you need to, you know, we know God's people. We, well, we're a mess. I mean, you know, we have a, a pass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gotta ask you a that question. Uh huh.
0: And I'll let you go on your tangent. Um, should we be considered a Christian nation? As in. Yeah, t- yeah. The in the U.S. So, should we be considered a Christian nation?
1: That's a good one. I've never really. That's a good one, man. Because um, you
0: just said in a sense, yeah, we could be good. You know, yeah, you could say one or whatever. And from a faith standpoint, of course, uh, the predominant. Um, religion that people would classify themselves as, you know, is Christianity here, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know, other belief systems. But should we be considered a
1: Christian nation? Should we be considered a Christian Christian nation? I guess you would have to ask yourself: How would you define? What is a, a a Christian nation? You know, we look at our roots like,
0: huh.
1: you know, um, I know the the um, those who came here, uh-huh. a lot of them they had Christian b- beliefs. It's just um, I have trouble, I guess, reconciling that with the uh, the statement of. of um, you know america's always prided itself with being a christian nation. huh but yet oh thank you man. um i'm looking at the the fruit of that. you know. yeah. and a lot of times it comes across as um you know arrogant? yeah. good. Okay. in a sense um do you think um Okay, well,
0: probably, uh, I don't know. I, I I might be answering my own question, because like, I think it's probably obvious. Um, whenever they would throw that as far as American as a Christian nation, stuff like that, people didn't, um, probably not enough people questioned it. They just rolled with it. You know, dating back years, when people start saying they probably just rolled with it, and stuff like that, instead of just, you know, people looking in scriptures and being like, hmm, we're not necessarily operating as though we're a Christian nation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're more so operating as more as we're a capitalistic nation, mm-hmm. you know, but not necessarily a Christian nation.
1: Yeah. Because um, you look at the people in the acts. They were
0: collective, different nations, nationalities,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but collective. They was getting in together. Oh, I got this, I got this, I got this. It's all combine it. Um, divvy it out. Mm-hmm. We all equal. Mm-hmm. You grinding, you doing this. Oh, you grew. Just throw out some hypothesis. Oh, you got the beans. Boom, bring the beans. Oh, you got this, that, or whatever. Oh, but you got thirty pounds. Oh, but you got ten, something like that. Mm-hmm. Don't matter. Bring it in. Divvy it up. That's how we gonna feel shit. That's how we gonna rock. So everybody, some brought more than others, but still it was like, yo, we connected. We're a family. So how we're going to do it. We're going to divvy it out of everybody equal. That kind mm-hmm. of vibe. And it's not necessarily here. Because it's like, can you? Sure, sometimes I want to give you what I got, but can you contribute more? If you can't, I don't even know if I want to. How much can you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. You know, say you going in the or whatever, you know. Can you bring in your meal or whatever? <laughs> you can't. All oh, you guys are 100000 Nah, playboy. play, yeah. boy mm that's all right we're gonna uh, we're gonna move on to somebody else mm. instead of being a whole pot then it's like okay we all gonna go in gonna have our name on it we all gonna have the same percentage it's like nah you got to be able to put in and match what we put in mm. So,
1: but yeah man and i'm just uh right now i'm just trying to i'm still trying to collect my thoughts and really um because i don't want to just say anything man because um that's a being honest. That's a question I never really pondered. You know so i thought about, it. I'm just going to just, well, here's
0: what we can do there. <laughs> I'm just going to just, we can yeah, just pivot that say, yeah. by saying that could be a topic for another day. Yeah. Cause it's a weighty one.
1: It is man. Cause it's um, a weighty one. And I'm thinking about it, man. Cause I know there's a lot of, um, great Christian, there was Christian man, dude, who books I've read, who've, um, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to, um, you know Jonathan Edwards and um, George Whitfield, mm-hmm. um, a lot of these guys, man, but they all um owned slaves, you know, and were mm-hmm. full support of it, man. You know that they even they were complicit in in all those years, you know. Um, I mean, I George Whitfield even said, you know, that in God's sovereignty, you know, um, he created black black men you know so that they could withstand the heat of the south you know it was all a part of god's plan and um also it was all within god's sovereignty that they're here in america where they can hear the the gospel quote unquote we've taken them from their barbaric lands and whatever and we've brought them into the the america the the lights um so there was all these things used to um sort of justify slavery and these were man these were godly men who books we we who men we follow even on today books we read you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and um and what they did man what was clearly man what was sinful and wrong mm-hmm. now do I am I judging I you know, think or putting these men in, in hell or like, I I don't that's not me to judge man yep you know I know we all got our you know issues but um but man they they don't get uh, I mean the church does not I guess them uh majority of the church does not get a um I guess a pound of a pound of back for being complicit in that for so many years, you know, which is um, you know, and that's something that we really need to um really think about and consider, man. You know, but um because yeah. 'Cause we're all jacked up, man. Jacked up. Oh tell me about it, bruh. Yeah.
0: So yeah. So we'll go we'll dive deeper into that one um another time, but um, yes, we are kind of on the whole tweet and CRT thing. That part, even though it seems like we went on a tangent, it does tie in um, to it all. So, back to the tweet. Back to the school system. Um, just this whole CRT ordeal. Uh, expound on the sir. If you want to just, you know, how, what are, what are you thinking? Because my, my thinking is... It's just go ahead. I think it's gonna be different from yours because right now, um, your wife, stay at home mom, five kids, grinding, mm-hmm. and she's homeschooling. My kids are in public school. So um your curriculum will be probably a little bit more stringent. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably something that's um, you know, um Pick and choose, I guess, in a the sense, they you have curriculum that you can follow, but we do. the yeah. the um opportunities that you can argue all vagabonds too is if you want to teaching other history on the side, you can. Boom, you are right there. Right, right. Because during school time, now, granted, I would have to after my kids get home, school on stuff. Still, yeah, for yeah, sure. After they get home from school, and they don't weekend school on stuff. Whereas you could kind of have changes to your curriculum if need be. You know, mm. so um.
1: I guess how do you feel about like? Um, have you I guess has the topic even came up? Have you heard about it being like what is? Because I see what people talking about it, but curriculum? what is that like? I don't is, know. I've never heard of that. Of course, I don't have kids in public school, so I don't know. But yeah. that's what I'm asking. You.
0: So, so the way my homie was trying to explain it, um, and I told him because uh, we were having a discussion in our little group chat, and. He was saying it like, because he talked about um, the concerns that he may have, because um, his kids are in school now, and I think one of it, one of his uh, kids had a teacher like in the early twenties, and the other one happened in the early thirties. He was like, "I'm unsure." Or, I don't really want them uh, teaching my kids something that they don't necessarily know anything about or don't. You know, I gotta be careful about that, which is understandable. You gotta be careful mm-hmm. about who's teaching your kids and stuff like that and how they teach your kids. You know, you kind of, of course, trust, you know, probably teaches more in the 40s, 50s, stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. been there, been teaching a while, stuff like that. The younger ones, what could they be teaching them? How serious are they about teaching them?
1: Mm-hmm. That whole
0: deal. Mm-hmm. So, concerned about that, but then, um, his, his looking at it was CRT being the, um, like the teaching of, uh, you know, black people being born with uh, a disadvantage, uh, the disadvantage of the race of their skin, white people have more of an advantage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and his concern is, I don't want my kids, um, Growing up thinking it, okay, boom, it's automatically against them. So maybe they won't put forth the effort, you know? Because mm-hmm. his concern is man, for the people, for the black people who don't grind it and bust their tail, it kind of cheapens what they've done.
1: Mm. You know? That's a, that's a good point. So for sure. his,
0: his thing is, is I don't want them growing up thinking, okay, everything is automatically against them or whatever. Um, and maybe they won't try as hard, or maybe they'll sink it to that and be like, well, it's, it's already set up for me. Fell anyway, you know. Do we, has history shown that we might have to work 10 times harder? Yeah, but you grind and get it. Because my thing is this, is even though the system kind of does seem like that, like it's against you, like one thing about us and our heritage and our bloodline is we grind and get it. That whole lazy stuff, nah, that don't don't work for us. Like we go out there and get it. Like you, sir- Or a man with five kids Mm -hmm. and your wife is a stay-at-home mom. Kind of with with choosing, of course. But you going out to work and grind to get it just to make sure that
1: Mm.
0: they're okay. Just to make sure that you put food on the table, you provide, you do what you need to do, you know, Mm. roof uh, over your head the whole nine, Like you're Mm. making sure of that. So not many people can say that. Yeah, man. You know, but one one thing is they can't say that about you or us or something like that. Like, I, I go to work. I have a job. You know, I grind mm-hmm. for my kids, you know. Of course, I grind for my family, too. grind for my wife. You know, it's just stuff that I want, like yeah. toys and stuff. Yeah.
1: And I don't, I guess for the African-Americans, man, I don't want, I think a lot of times we can, uh, I guess, feel as though we got an excuse to. you know um i guess i get a lot of people playing the the victim you know what i'm saying uh-huh. that victim mentality i know that can and that's one of the um the dangers of that of that side of it you know uh-huh. this, this crt thing whatever um you feel like i guess people already um are not trying to see you progress or you're already, you already you are the oppressed you are lowly and i think that can mess with you mentally you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um that can do something to you but um i definitely man i I vibe with it i agree you know i want to teach my son like man you gotta be responsible man even though it it don't matter if you are black it it don't matter dude you gotta be responsible you gotta go out you gotta grind you gotta hustle um you know what i'm saying but um yeah man that's how i feel and i and i talked to like a I guess a lot of white people when that when that topic comes up CRT, um, what they say is, and the feeling they get that a lot of people are talking about it's like, we feel like that we have to be sorry um, for being white. Mm, okay, you feel me? And I don't bang with that either, bro. Mm-hmm. You should feel sorry for. Well, it's not, not there for fault. You. Isn't that? Yeah, no, bro. You know, like all you were done, born like, you into.
0: You Had two parents, you were born into a race that like you didn't have any choosing, you know what I'm saying? So it's not your fault you were born white, like, nah, mm-hmm. like you can't place that blame on you, no, that's dumb, like, yeah. People of Indian heritage wasn't it's not their fault they were born Indian, it's yeah. not our fault we were born black. I mean, it's just the way it happened, you know, yeah, and it's nothing bad, like we're. There's nothing wrong with uh, the race that we were born into, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't think you need to feel bad for the race that you were born into and stuff like that. <laughs> being concerned about maybe heritage and stuff like that or being troubled about that, yeah. But some things is, is the the issues that I used to have with people is um, like kind of we would talk about the race and stuff like that. My thing is, yes, you can't go back and fix the past,
1: but be a part of the
0: change, mm. you know. How about now? So, for, like yeah. Some people be like, look, that was stuff that happened then. Like, I'm not apologizing for that. Like, I didn't have anything to do with that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that statement would always trouble me is because when I hear that, I'm like, well, you don't even want to do anything about it now. Because usually when you say that, that's kind of like your plea is to, yeah, I understand stuff is screwed up, but that was then. I didn't do anything about it and I'm not and ready. You, I'm
1: and you, you wasn't in slavery. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You weren't slave. I didn't yeah. own a slave. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Oh, yeah, I hear that it all is. the time, man. It well, is. And I think my whenever I hear that, my response is you know, I, I, I get all that, man. For real. But I, I think there should be a, a sense of, you know, I still would desire someone you know white people to empathize and to um mm-hmm. acknowledge the hurt you know what i'm saying just acknowledge those things that happened were were horrible and they were terribly wrong you know what i'm saying and it, it should have never happened you know um and that a lot of times that 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 encourages me to hear like a, a brother and sister you know in christ who would acknowledge that you know um mm-hmm. i'm not saying they have to understand you know, you don't have to understand, but it's just um I think we have trouble just being uh, empathetic in our culture, you know. Um That's true. If I don't understand what you're going through, then you know. But um yeah, I think uh, empathy plays um a, a, a big part in that, man, a big role, you know.
0: I could see that. Um,
1: I could see that. But yeah, but I ain't trying to tell people to repent of your repent of your whiteness or our, you know what I'm saying, of you, whatever. I'm like, nah. I ain't about that, dude. That's not Yeah. That's not that don't make sense, man. hmm You know? But um Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's um That's um an extreme one. You don't know have sometimes you um And it's not to necessarily knock the sec entirely, but sometimes the actions how you might see some uh, Hebrew Israelites on the corner and
1: mm.
0: giving it to the white people, then all of a sudden making them bow down and you know, kiss the ring, kiss the toe or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff like That's that. That's horrible. Like, uh, That's horrible, man. That is nothing but um, pride on your part mm. and puffing you up to make you feel like, and I understand you feel like you coming in the name of God and you're speaking for God. God ain't pleased with what you're doing right now, Playboy. Cause you're getting a necessary, um praise
1: mm-hmm. and
0: unnecessary attention. I would say, mm. you know.
1: Yeah, they got some. they got, they got some jacked up ways, man. Reviewing yeah. things, but um, okay. So like back on the CRT and what we discussed about in the beginning with the history and. How we we discuss knowing that history and acknowledging that is, you know, it's a good mm-hmm. thing. Um, I'm wondering how it would, how would it help, I guess, a white person to um, be okay with not know that history and, you know, be okay with it being taught. Like, because I'm thinking about if I know all that, mm-hmm. what are the residual um, effects of that history? You know what I'm saying? How can knowing that history shape the way we interact with African-American brothers and sisters in Christ today are we, how does that shape the way we, when we hear stuff on the media and the way we talk to people, how does that help our understanding and help us empathize with somebody else that we may not understand what they're going through, you know, knowing their, knowing the history of America when it comes to all these different things from not just slavery and Jim Crow. I'm talking about like uh, we discussed like those Japanese war camps, you know, and how the, the natives were treated treated in america how does that in the big picture of things how does knowing that history knowing i guess um how corrupt and evil i mean as men we are you know should that like kind of like make us realize like man if that happened like there gotta be some a a ripple effect i mean you know what i'm saying in some way or form and it has to i can't just sit back and act like everything's racism is dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we're no longer in Jim Crow. Racism is dead. Like they gotta be, man. because you know, I mean, you can talk about, I mean, redlining and all that. Okay. Now let's talk about even segregation. How's that? We can see that effect today when there's like so many, um, I guess churches are like, um, what, what's the word H- homogenous or wh- whatever. Okay. You know, there's like, that's black, and there's white church now, mm-hmm. you know, and it's very—I mean, it's widespread all throughout America. Mm-hmm. That is, to me, that's an effect of segregation. well yeah, you know, it's so like it can help you understand. Like, your kind you know, can't you worship here.
0: Oh, we don't want to yeah. worship with your kind. So, so we man. just, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They would yeah. say
1: the white church created. I mean, the black church was a creation from that because they were you know, yeah. kicked out. You look at um, who's that um, Richard Allen and Absalom Jones. You know, back in the past, you know um. They were told they couldn't worship mm-hmm. with the white folk. You know what I'm saying? So they went out and started their own gig, man. You know, so um man, that's the effects. That's the effects of it. And, uh, Shout out
0: to Ame, Cme, Ame, <laughs> Ame, bro. That's yeah. it,
1: bro. Come um, for real. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that's it. That's that's the roots of it, and knowing um, history can help somebody understand that stuff has happened in the past and that gotta be, yeah. you know what I'm saying? People can't just, we ain't just out here just just lying about stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: I think what it should do is, it should create, um, I think it should breed compassion.
1: That's it, yeah, right.
0: And um, someone, especially, uh, we uh, were talking about how should make white people feel, it should breed compassion in them to be like, okay, yeah, this stuff was effed up. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, let me have the compassion for you to hear your thoughts, hear your stories. Mm-hmm. Let's dialogue, let's fellowship, um, and let's find maybe some common grounds and let's work around this and let's work around this the best way. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Not necessarily you trying to place guilt on me, this and that or whatever, and vice versa. Yeah. Like, let's work this thing out the best way possible um, and do it the right way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and go about it the right way. Yeah. So.
1: That's what um, our relationships are, are, are key. Mm-hmm. And we've been, you know, and I was talking to a brother last night about this same, um same issue, man. And we both agree, like, we don't know each other. Yeah. We're still on opposite sides of the track. Mm-hmm. You know, which was a result of we're still segregated in a sense, you know, um, and I was telling him, I think the longer we are in our own um, tribe where everybody um, thinks alike, everybody's the same culture. Um, mm-hmm. I think we can grow harder in, in our presuppositions, I guess, about other people, mm-hmm. um, because we have never been challenged. We, we can't be challenged because we're not around. We're not having those meaningful and deep re- relationships with people that are not like us. So we can grow hardened in that, you know? Yeah. So we're not challenged. Our perspectives are never challenged if I'm not around somebody else who thinks different than me, you know, who mm-hmm. can sharpen me and those things. Um, so it I mean, seems
0: like the importance of community, like-minded community, but also differing community. Because being in House, community grow. and fellowship yeah. with differing uh, opinions, different ideas can uh can uh, challenge you to grow.
1: It's going to challenge. Yeah. I mean, like, I think in America, a lot of people, are, they have, uh, our growth is stunning. You feel me? They mm-hmm. the type of dude, they in the gym, they only work on chess day. They don't mm-hmm. ever hit nothing else. I mean, there's a variety of... Of equipment in the gym but if you only work in one muscle group you know what i'm saying you're not going to experience that full potential of growth yeah. unless you venture out and start you know what i'm saying hitting different parts and, and, and mixing it up you feel yeah. me then you can be challenged in different areas and you're going to grow into a more mature you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like, for the
0: record for the record mark was shooting a slug at me because i hate leg day
1: <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> <laughs>
0: We need some more leg day, I, man. I, I try to skip leg day as often hey. as possible. I am a chest and arms guy. I, too, bro. I am I the type. You. I don't care. I will walk around. <laughs> like, like, I will leg. walk around. As long as like I can ball, get man. my chest and arms and mm. abs to my liking, I will walk around with chicken legs and will not <laughs> I don't <kick>. care. <laughs> I don't
1: my, bag my
0: legs. Yeah. I wear a baggy jeans. be, oh leg day. And I been like...
1: No, none of that. <laughs> Cut that out. Some, no, Cut
0: that I don't want to do no
1: leg day. Cut that food shit out. But
0: I get it; it's something that's <laughs> needed. But I never like. like he,
1: we just don't like working on that on leg day, man. But we need to get out there. And... I <laughs> so let me tell, tell you, in day. high school, this is my leg no, day.
0: No, I I will bring it back to middle school because that's when we first started lifting weights. Uh, we were introduced to it in middle school. Uh, because we played football, so seventh mm-hmm. grade after football season we start lifting weights. I hated squatting.
1: <laughs> I hated it.
0: Get that out of here. Don't nobody yeah. feel like squatting. I hated squatting. Should I even hate the power cleaning?
1: Mm. I hate box jumping. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I, I got to push that. myself, man. Yeah. And it, it's, the same, it's the same concept, man. We have mm-hmm. to push ourselves with doing things that we are uncomfortable with, and that is building relationships mm-hmm. that we're uncomfortable with. You know what I'm saying? Maybe there's a side of God that we will never experience until we are in those relationships, seeing God from a different perspective. You know, we'll have a more robust uh, view of who God is, Mm -hmm. you know, and that depends upon the different relationships we're building with people that are unique and not like us. And I mean, everybody's unique, but people who are not, who don't share the same perspectives as we do all the time, but we can build with them, you know, see things from a different angle. And I think that brings that's Christian maturity. You know what I'm saying? So I think we're, a lot of us, us are stunting our growth by just being closed-minded, closed-in, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not willing just to to branch okay. out and engage with others, you know, if we can. Got you. That's what I think. We Our growth is stunted, man. We just. I got you. You know, but, um, yeah, man, I think it's it's important. It's, it's, it's Bible, bro. I
0: got you. I can see that. You know? I can see that.
1: Leg day yeah
0: I can definitely see that, <laughs> so um, yeah, so uh, just to bring it all to a head and bring it to a close is um I think right now everybody's still kind of gathering more information about it um, and I think we could both say it's nothing that we should necessarily worry about too too much right now because there are ways we can combat it, you know, um, but be okay. Be willing to talk about it and combat it and just like go through it and think about it. Because the thing is, is this has become a boogeyman, especially for the church. And it's like, okay, you're willing to combat this. But when that stuff was in textbooks, you didn't want to combat that. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, you should have combated that too. And be like, well, uh, son or well, uh, daughter, This statement right here wasn't necessarily the way it was. So here's how it really happened in a transatlantic, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. slave trade, you know, with these millions of workers. Boom. And then you could go into, you know, a tangent of explaining to them how it really went down. Mm -hmm. So with the stuff as far as if it even is offered in our schools for a CRT and looking into it, seeing was. What it's talked about, well, you know, son or daughter, here's the deal. Then just go into it with them, you know, especially if you're a white parent and stuff like that is, look, just because you're white, no, do not feel bad about that stuff. Like, this is something against mm-hmm. your, like, you. Like, you didn't choose this, mm-hmm. but um, it is something that you could be proud of and then also adapt because, okay, I can, you, you can be a person who's, okay, I'm proud to be white and, and, Here's why I'm proud because I get the opportunity to help others. I get the opportunity to Mm. uh, be changed. I get the opportunity to change the perception and change the stigma that was placed upon my race for years. I get the opportunity to combat that with my actions as far as showing that I am a a lover of all people, an ally of all people, stuff like that. So I'm a grind to get in and change that perception. Just like me and you, black fathers. Mm-hmm. What is the stigma that they have about black fathers, that we ain't there? Dead be dead. Biggest lie yeah. in our community.
1: Yeah, for real, though.
0: Percentages so, black fathers be there. Yeah. Now, if you really want to get into it in the way court systems and stuff like that was hey, designed yes, or whatever, yeah, and yeah. how it came with child support and stuff like that, and the reason women ain't, you know, may kick certain black fathers out or whatever, because mm-hmm. they feel like the the child support system and all. And it's going to take care of when actually that was started back in slavery times where it was masters and like, nah, let him go ahead and do his mm-hmm. thing. I got you. I'm going to take care of you. That's how child support system gonna come from. If y'all want to get into that,
1: <laughs>
0: you know, do we get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Learn behavior. that mm-hmm. was passed down, mm-hmm. you know, a curse in a sense that was passed down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nah, black fathers was always trying to be there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So don't even try that.
1: Yeah. For you real. know,
0: black fathers have always tried right, to be right, there. Right. It just depends. Agree. Sometimes they don't get that opportunity mm. from different circumstances and, you know, on that note. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah. just like me, you got the opportunity to change that stigma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other people got the opportunity to change that stigma, man. Mm. And white people, you got the opportunity to change that perception, change that That's stigma the or whatever, man. man. So, I would say... Be encouraged because yeah, it's kind of some opposition stuff that you face right now. But you know, take on that challenge. Like you know what? now I'm about to grind. I'm about to get it. Mm. Simple.
1: And it's okay to be white, man. Um, yeah, my, my wife feels as though, like I guess, a white person will. Mm-hmm. For a white person to be proud of being white is automatically seen as, uh, he being as being racist yeah. almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's white like your, power. You know like yeah. no, nah, I'm just, yeah. I'm just proud to be. Can I be proud to be yeah. white? Like we can't, man. Yeah. We we can't do that though. That's you know, because yeah. that's not right, bro. Yeah. Um,
0: I see pride. I see power. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can't do that, man. Yeah. On the can, flip side, that's yeah. not right, man. They can't
0: have their cool runners moment. <laughs> yeah,
1: they can't, man. That, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's cold, brother, that, yeah. and, and it's not right, they man. If you can't put
0: it on Twitter, they put Please. that on Twitter. They're gonna get eight and do you mean you see pride in you power? What you mean I'm, you didn't yeah. had that for people beating You had that fifteen hundred years. What you mean? Mm. So
1: yeah that's the way god is i mean he, he set up our society man yeah. um that's why um i had a conversation a long time ago with one of my uh, pastors whatever and he told me he say um mark he say privilege is uh it's not always a bad thing you know it's um having the privilege and and not knowing it mm-hmm. um and i would say also that um it's the stewardship of that privilege, you know what I'm saying? Like huh. you can't repent of, of, of a privilege, you know what I mean? Come on, nah. man, that's, that's, that's whack. Nah. But um, we can definitely steward that, you know, yeah. steward it right. It's how we steward that. Um, but that's like you said, if
0: when you have it and you don't recognize it, mm-hmm. but when you have it, recognizing like, yo, let me grant, I'm about to use this for good. Yeah, I got this. But I'm about to use this for good.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, that's like the um. Uh, I mean, the Jews had a special privilege. I would say in the Bible. I mean, they were the. They had the, the the true gospel, you know, the Messiah. Was For stuff hilarious. when it's going on,
0: Yeah, when you look at stuff that's going on with Israel right now uh, and how that's always a topic amongst Christians and stuff like that, and the thing is is how they always say, well, you know, Israel is God's chosen land and God's chosen na-. That's a privilege in itself because we automatically write it off as well, you know? Yeah. The people, that's the first thing they want to say is, well, you know, Israel was God's chosen people and it's God's nation. It's like... Yeah, but the Israel that's here now is different than the Israel it was then. <laughs> like, you do know that, right?
1: It's it's, uh, it's spiritual. All of, all yeah. of Israel are not true. You Israel. do know that, right? It's, it's a certain so, decision of the heart now, man. Imagine that privilege <laughs> is you
0: automatically just willing to write it off as just that. You don't want to give it no yeah, thought or anything because right. it's well, you know that was God's chosen people. And God, come on, and man. And
1: like, another thing I think about is how how that privilege was abused was by you, look, the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. They definitely abused that. Um, abuse their privilege they were given they were they were like supposedly they were the shepherds of israel of, yeah. of, of the lost people and they were supposed to be and the way they treated their own people and, and the way they treated the um the poor and the oppressed you know god brought judgment down you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. so they, they had the privilege yeah. but they didn't steward it right you know so um i guess on that note i would just like just close with man just don't be afraid man i would encourage my um uh, white brothers and sisters just don't breathe i know this crt thing is up man but just um it's gonna pass man and yeah i just pray that just don't be afraid god has brought his people a mighty long way and he will continue you know what i'm saying so we shouldn't fear if um if god is on our side you know ain't nothing gonna yeah nothing gonna stop us you know what i'm saying it's it's okay you're in christ you know persevere man you know regardless of what is going on
0: yeah and I would say the same thing man It's just hold on Like you got stuff You can learn about You know um, And just don't be afraid of it When you hear it or whatever You know Just go ahead and just Let it be what it is You know But willing to learn more about it And just find a way to combat it And stuff like that And just Like don't let it be This boogeyman That people try to make it out to be You know Just Accept it Understand that it's here right now But You educate yourself more That way you can talk about it, combat it. Um, Just man, like, don't let it get you down. Mm -hmm. Do not let it get you down. Like, it's just one of those things right now that's here, but you deal with it, man. You deal with it and you overcome it. Mm -hmm. You find out more information about it, but you school people, you learn more about it, stuff like that. Stop letting this be boogeyman, okay? Stop letting this be the boogeyman. Stop letting this be the Candyman. The reason I'm saying it is because they re-releasing another Candyman. And I refuse. (laughs) I refuse to watch this new Candyman movie. So Candyman shook up my childhood. And he ain't about to do it again. So on that note, man, we love y'all. Y'all take care. God bless. We out. Peace.